in a world filled with uncertainties. Two Marines are somewhat certain they know what they're talking about. This is Jarhead Basement. Welcome back to Jarhead Basement. Uh, tonight we're talking about... Me war and movies. War movies. Me and Galloway's top five choices of all time on war movies. But nothing... Nothing old, right? We said nothing old, like yeah, no, uh, like modern war, right? Modern warfare, World War One and forward. I think. Yeah. Do no, we want to include the Civil War? I did. I I actually I went back to Revolutionary War. Well, then yeah, I mean we can count that. I don't. I don't have any in that top. Well, Civil War, I guess I could throw one in there, but. That's all right. So we'll say Revolutionary War. Forward. Yeah. But nothing Which, like. I, I, I would still consider that modern warfare in the history of the world. Oh, right. But we're not talking about like anything like with the Crusades or anything or. Right. Nothing right. medieval or. Troy. We're, not talking about, we're not talking about Braveheart or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Which Troy. almost. I, I almost included that, but I was like, eh, that's a little far back. That's a whole. I think we. that's a whole other video. So yeah, go ahead. we go ahead. obviously both served in the Marine Corps. We, uh, while well, I talked to you about this earlier, was about uh, was our my aspect changed on watching military movies after I was in and out. So my oh, list yeah, changed probably. I mean, you're not going to find under siege on this <laughs> on this list. <laughs> No, uh, Steve, Steven Seagal does not save the world every time, so yeah, so that's that's one that's yeah. commando. Uh, commando also doesn't really make the cut. Commando, um, holy shit, what was the one with Van Damme and Lundgren cyborg cyborgs? Universal Soldier, Universal Soldier, which yeah. is a, a decent action movie, but. I think that's all that is. Anyway, so we we each picked our top five with one honorable mention. So you want to kick us off with your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention is uh, God. It's it's gonna end. It's more of a war drama, but I was really. I was I really loved the aspect of the storytelling and and everybody all the characters and all the actors and stuff were well placed is that one that uh god damn it no I can't remember the movie or remember the name of it Sebastian stands in it and he's trying to find out everybody in this unit that was in Vietnam is trying to get this airman a congressional medal of honor Oh, is that uh, Hackshaw Ridge? No, it's like... Um, Dunkirk? No, Dun- Dunkirk. <laughs> that was like World War. <laughs> All right, let's 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 just restart real quick here. Let's restart the whole thing. No, we're not. We're going to roll. All right, fine. We're rolling. It'll be fine for the podcast. Don't worry, but don't worry. Yeah, I'll you edit YouTubers these. are screwed. 
<laughs> no, I'll edit that out for the video. Okay. Podcast is fine. Fuck if that. I mean, fuck. We're just we're just talking. Cut it here. Hold on, now. Hold on. Before we started this, Casey did tell me he was ready to go. <laughs> Shut the- <laughs> Did you not tell me that? I said I was good. I was wing it. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close. I got it narrowed down. The last full measure. I don't think I've even seen that one. When did that come out? It's it's really good, actually. Uh, 2019, just last year. Okay. You got Ed Harris. You got you got uh, William Hurt. You got Samuel L. Jackson. You got Sebastian Stan, who played the Winter Soldier. You know, Sebastian. A lot of people don't know who Sebastian Stan is, but yeah, I know who he is. He was in The Martian and everything, but no Covenant. Yeah, he was real young. He was the snooty dipshit kid in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll talk um, about that but, one later. But so that's my honorable mention. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, that I think that's one of the few I haven't seen. Uh, my honorable mention is Tigerland, starring Colin Farrell. That that um, is one I actually actually I forgot about, but yeah, I, I think a lot of people do, and I, I, uh, not so much for the war aspect of it, but the story it's telling about uh, what he did to help his fellow soldiers, fellow man. Um, yeah, and then, and then up at the end, he was he stayed in. Yeah, but of yeah, all well, the that, shit that, that, he tried to do to get out, and he ended up, but he ended up helping all those other guys not literally go face the death penalty. Uh, yeah, at that time, you know, um, uh, what's his name, Clifton Collins, Clifton Collins Jr. Jr. Yeah, yeah, loved uh, him and that. I, I just, yeah, great yeah. movie. Um, I and I think Colin Farrell got a bad rap there for a while of being the uh, hard to work with actor who was too into himself, but man, I, I gotta say there's not much he did that I didn't enjoy. And that one to me was one that went well under the radar for the level of performance he gave. Oh, right. I guess the one reason why that one fell off the radar for me was because it, there, there actually isn't any part of that movie that's in country. That's, that's fair. We, we didn't have that stipulation. Right, but I'm just saying why I didn't even remember. I mean, I obviously watched the movie and love the movie, but I don't. Yeah. Right. It's all it's all stateside. It's their training, right? Before. Yeah, yeah it's them training. I, yeah, they I think they were somewhere in one of the Carolinas doing the training. Yeah, it was some swamp ridden shithole, like you know, a lot of the like, East Coast Marines probably know about. But. Yeah, all us Hollywood Marines, we don't know nothing about that. No, we were dry and didn't have sand fleas, and but we had Mount Motherfucker. That's Mount right. Mount I'll take it for life. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that over fleas any day. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so give me your number five. Number five. So we're going a list of five not being our favorite to one being our favorite. Right? Number one, okay. Well, I, just uh, mine are in no particular order. I just wanted to make sure I had five. And again, my stipulation was I wanted one from each uh, campaign. So no more than one from each campaign. So my number five, <clears throat> and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate for this because people are going to scream, well, what about Platoon? But uh, is, My Vietnam uh, movie was not Platoon. 
<clears throat> was we were soldiers. <clears throat> the Mel Gibson, the Mel Gibson movie, We Were Soldiers. That has uh, a, that one literally was on was my number four, but I I also said I can't have four Mel Gibson movies on here, so I'm gonna <laughs> make sure there's one. Um, <clears throat> you know, Braveheart. We were soldiers. Well, yeah, but you didn't include. We're not including medieval shit. Remember? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What was anybody what, who isn't and should know what my my fourth <clears throat> pick is then? But uh, well, but the the reason the reason being that if, of course for one you got Sam Elliott in there, great uh, part. Yeah, Sergeant yeah. Major. Good morning, Sergeant Major. The the what really sold me on it was Mel Gibson's performance was almost like a John Wayne character. I almost had like a Green Berets feel when I watched it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and <clears throat> Barry Pepper's character, the the journalist. In my you know, opinion, Barry Pepper made that movie. He did, and it, the movie is actually based off of the collaboration of the two writings of both of them in right. real life. The character yeah. Barry Pepper plays in Hal Jordan. The book, yeah, We Were Soldiers Once. Yeah. What was his name? It's right? a great oh. book. Hal Jordan. And it was on the commandant's reading list. <laughs> but yeah, so <clears throat> you got a bunch of people know you got young Ryan Hurst before Sons of Anarchy days. You got, you know, Chris Klein, who was only in this and the fucking American Pie movies. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, but he really did a good job. You had uh who was the uh Lumpkin, the 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 sergeant that get cut off from the rest of the platoon? That was Ryan Hurst. Is that is that who I don't know that actor's name? He was in Remember the Titans, and he was uh, yeah 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 the yeah so he played Opie in the Sons great. of Anarchy. Oh, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, but he did great. Barry Pepper was great. You got Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear is the chopper pilot. Snake shit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he flies Lord and snake shit. And uh, that scene where he loses his shit on the other pilots. When he, you know, he flies back to camp, yeah, and they're washing the blood out of his chopper. Well, yeah, he was complaining that you're not, they're not getting out there fast enough, and that. Well, not, not, not the the one guy was complaining that you know he needed time off or you know down some downtime. Oh yeah, but all the washing all the blood out of the choppers really sunk into him, and what was like what was right going and on how important there. their job was. Yeah, that was a that was a great moment in that movie. Yeah, so. Uh, mine's not nearly as depressing as we were soldiers by number five. Uh, I'm going to lighten the, lighten the mood just a little, still a war movie. In my opinion, heartbreak Ridge. Yeah. No, but, I, uh, I, I could totally see it. And Hey, it's Clint Eastwood. Uh, it's Clint Eastwood. Uh, it's Marines. It's Clint Eastwood. It is Marines. Uh, <laughs> the only th- <laughs> <laughs> besides besides Clint Eastwood being a hard ass fucking what was he a gunny in that yeah yeah besides Clint fine. Eastwood being a hard ass gunny Mario Van Peebles and all them mother truckers <laughs> they were eat him Swede <laughs> there's no way in hell any of these guys were forced recon marines no 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 not at all I watched but, it when I was younger, and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah!" And then that's where I got this idea in my head that I'm like, "Force re- recon marines—they just fuck off all day." 
But I, <laughs> like, my, uh, my first master sergeant, when uh, when I first joined the Marine Corps, uh, master sergeant, what was his name? Master sergeant Roberts. No, Robert. Robert was his first name. That's going to kill me. Anyway, his he name had, was Robert Pulse. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, but he had the movie poster, and I had never <clears> seen Heartbreak Ridge. Uh, so he was the reason I watched it and, uh, it was great escapism because I was, I was in a heavy place after joining and then almost immediately deploying. So, yeah, yeah, that'd so. be, that'd be something, but, uh, okay. <clears throat> so give me your number four. <clears throat> number four for me is, uh, we said one movie from. So Bob gotta, Baxter, Robert Baxter was his name. Master Sergeant Baxter. Sorry, that was driving me nuts. <laughs> so, so my number four would be a Desert Storm piece, which would be Jarhead. I can't. I can't. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jarhead. Three Kings. I was going to have to kick you across the country. <laughs> <laughs> I would gladly let you. <laughs> uh, no, Jarhead. Oh, no, Jarhead Jar, almost Jar, made my list. Is, Jared is my number four spot, and that takes that's, that's Desert a good Storm spot. place. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. It was, it was it was military accurate. Yeah. Uh, the parts with them playing fucking football in their mop gear. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we literally did that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you got to experience that. I never did, but yeah, I, I did. We didn't play football i had a football overseas with me um but we actually ended up playing a lot of soccer with like the czechoslovakian army and stuff like the, the guys over there so well see that's like i said i never got to experience that but like the whole aspect of like you know especially the song choice they use when he's going off the boot that don't worry be happy <laughs> so no, no joking. Uh, my first tour, the two albums I had on me were uh, one. Was it One for All by the Foo Fighters? Was that the name of the? Oh, is that the one with uh, All My Life? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I had a, like a heart, like a yeah, yeah, yeah that on one. The cover. So yeah. I had that album, and I had Nora Jones' "Sail Away with Me." Oh, or fly away with me. Shit. Uh, <laughs> and those, that was it. And that was it. So not the I, Foo Fighters the, one, the Nora Jones one, but was that <clears throat> not not the Foo Fighters one, but the Nora Jones one that I yeah. seen before you on that one. But I, it's such a weird memory of like I'd have that playing in like my disc man, you <clears throat> know, CD player back in you know I think it was two thousand three at that point. Uh and then, like you know, we'd we'd get an air raid warning or something, and we'd have to go sit in the bunkers. And I'd, I'd just take it with me, have my gas mask on, and be like, "Come fly away with me, little one." <laughs> so uh, I can totally relate to that. Don't worry, be happy moment of that the Jarhead movie. But in all reality, you got you got good cast. You got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. You got Jamie Fox as their gunny. I think it was a, he yeah. Was a, and, and I then, believed him as a gunny. But you got uh, Peter Skarsgård. Skarsgård, yep. And then you got Lucas Black in there. 
and my favorite part of the whole movie, and I quoted it when they're on their flight over, and he's telling that joke, and Peter Skarsgård is going to interrupt, and he goes, don't spoil the joke, asshole. <laughs> and it's just like this really rich, like, Texas. Deep Texas, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't spoil the joke, asshole. Oh, and you got, right, what's so- his name? You got... Uh, he ended up being a little crazy once they got over there when they were burning all the oil fields. Uh, he's off of Eight Mile. Oh, the Cheddar Bob character. Um, yeah, I don't remember what his name what was. Is his in, name. I don't remember what his name was in Jarhead, but that's all right. But yeah, Cheddar Bob is there too, and <laughs> but the emotion and everything that's shared, and then after they get out and everything, and afterwards is that that whole thing too was you know Peter Scars oh, yeah, that camaraderie and. The, I guess we should say spoilers yeah. for all these movies. We'll we'll just put it up in the beginning of the video. But and for anybody I, I, I in the think podcast, anybody who watches of, our channel just or listens to our channel just needs to understand we're we're going to spoil the shit out of any movie we're talking about. So <laughs> if you're going to get triggered by that, uh, you're not listening to us because we're 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 already triggering way more people. <clears throat> we're obviously not. We're uh, not talk- all right. So in this I'm, in this episode, we're not talking about anything that's new. Well, some couple of mine are fairly new, but I think the newest yeah, was nothing brand new. Six years ago, six seven yeah. years ago. Yeah. Anywho, but my number four. Yeah. Patriot. Huh? Patriot. Mel Gibson. Heath Ledger. You the like Patriot. that movie? I yeah. Come on, it's the Revolutionary War. I wanted to carry a tomahawk with me when I deployed because of that movie. Yeah. Uh, in, look, it's a Mel Gibson war movie. It, well, no, but that doesn't make an excuse. Hat, we were soldiers was good. And I'm not saying cinematically that the Patriot is bad. I'm just saying that it's, it, it does the, uh, it does the Titanic and the Pearl Harbor thing. That's what I didn't like about it. So you, you have this. You're focused on this this one little family and this one little this one guy and this whole big thing, and then you you just plug in little historical things here and there. Yeah. And, but so, yeah, I mean, I watched was... it. And it's not that I wasn't entertained. It was a good movie. Yeah. It's just yeah. I, Come on, the part where the guy has <laughs> we're going to eat the dogs. That that part gets me every time. The guy from the militia after they kidnap the dogs or take the dogs from the British. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, eat them. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, there was there was good scenes. and So, look, I didn't say... Yeah, we, can, we don't have to agree on everything. <laughs> you're right. And this was a good movie. And spoiler alert, Pearl Harbor's on my list, asshole. <laughs> oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? No. Oh, we're not even there. See what... Here's a, here's a spoiler there for everybody. We never discussed these this list before we started shooting this. So, all right, give me your number this is, three. This is news and, for all of us. Again, these mine aren't in, like, my favorite order. I, it, Pearl Harbor would not be at the spot it is. It was just the first one I thought of. But it's not my favorite. So, my number three is Pearl Harbor. So that's yours? Well, let's yeah. just go with you now, okay? Yeah. So my up. number three is Pearl number Harbor. Three is Pearl Harbor. Uh, huh. And while I, I can't say that I would uh, want to bang my best friend's girl after he died, I appreciated the fact that 
initially he just wanted to be there for her and help take care of her. The the that is the most the sentiment soap opera crap and bullshit I've ever heard about a World War II movie. <laughs> oh, I didn't take it as a World War II movie. I, I mean, it was the lead-in. Uh, uh, <laughs> Pearl Harbor? Yeah, that's kind of a World like, War II movie. <laughs> yes, I know. But what I to me, that's almost a standalone thing. When like if we're gonna talk about World War II, you had Pearl Harbor, then yeah, we you, entered the war. Yeah, but you realize you had one choice for World War II and you picked Michael Bay's piece of shit Pearl Harbor movie. Yeah. Michael Bay is a good director, my friend. We are literally who, talking Bay? about a Michael Bay movie coming up. <laughs> yeah, his best one. That's it. <laughs> You got Transformer movies for out the ass that look like you just threw a photocopy machine through a wood chipper. <laughs> yeah, this one at least had, look, this had Josh Hartnett, Kate Beckinsale. Who's the other one? Jamie King was in there. <clears throat> you had, uh, Best person you had playing that whole thing was Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, Ben Affleck. The best part you had playing that was Michael Shannon. <laughs> Stop correcting me. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you could say that John Voight did a good FDR impersonation. No, I wouldn't go that far. Give me, give me your number three. We're plowing through this. So for World War Two, <laughs> mine's a tie. No, you don't. You're gonna ties. have to give me a tie on this. No, but I'm gonna use the movie version. The movie. <clears throat> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use it. I'll mention it at the end, just because. But Saving Private Ryan is my number three. And I would agree that is probably the best World War II movie. Well, I'm not gonna talk about the other one, but my second choice for World War II, it was a tie, was the miniseries The Pacific. Yeah, which was great. Is Marines, it covered the Pacific campaign. It was great. That's all I'm saying about the Pacific. We can cover the Pacific in another episode. Yeah. I'm not going to go. But Saving Private Ryan was the first that came out with this gritty realism of war. I would agree. They covered that D-Day landing like no tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. When I was Because I watched that. That was another one I watched before I joined the Marine Corps. And I was just... Taken aback by the realism of how they were shooting that thing. I'm like, I'm like, jeepers cripes. I mean, that's just insane. The whole it was all shot in like this real gray, like just dungy looking film aspect, you know, and everything like that. And yeah. the characters were lovable. Or you related yeah, to I the mean, characters. You you felt Captain Miller being a school teacher and being over there and being in charge of these men when he breaks down, when they take that bunker and he goes off by himself and he cries a bit like you felt that. Yeah. Remember when movies made, used to make you feel things? Remember? I don't have those emotions anymore. Yeah. You um, picked fucking Pearl Harbor. <laughs> uh, I got some other ones. Um, no, that, and no, let's that's, not forget, that's that movie gave us Vin Huh? Yeah. Thank, thanks. Thanks for giving us Vin Diesel. 
He he died right away. He was he had like what like three speaking lines. Yeah, whole... That's the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> See, that's your that's your part you got against same part as Vin Diesel's in it. <laughs> yeah, and Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper was in this movie. The first the first fucking town they come to, he's taken out by a sniper. Yeah, Barry Pepper was really good. He was a left-handed shooter in it too. Did I don't know if you noticed that? Uh, I yes, good, well, good, I'm, good acknowledgement. I'm, I'm a left-handed shooter. Number two, so. <laughs> number two, Black Hawk Down. Fuck, I forgot about. Yeah. No, I'll give you that one. I forgot about Black Hawk Down. Not that I forgot about. So, it, to just... me, that was the. F- was that? <clears throat> no, go ahead. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about Black Hawk Down. I don't know why I forgot about that. That was a great one. I, again, that was for me. That was the first one that like got me. You know, really just kicked me in the chest. Oh no, I love Black Hawk. Great Down. cast. Great cast. There's, yeah, yeah. There's you got even like like legends like Sam Shepard in there who did a good part at being the he was so assertive and had to make all these decisions and when shit started coming down like falling apart he had to be the guy to like take it all on himself that <clears throat> it was basically his fuck up you mean you got uh, Orlando Bloom Eric for Bana about, look like a badass Eric Bana yeah that, that I thought <laughs> yeah. he was man. You got Kim. Well, yeah, Coates, that movie he you was. got Kim Coates in there too. I don't know if you know noticed that Kim Coates was yeah. in there. He was yeah. a what was a Delta? He was a Delta guy too. Yeah, he's the one that walks out to the, then, uh, the, the target when they're all still shooting. And Josh Hartnett's like yeah. fucking Delta because like they're still shooting. He just walks out to his target and pulls it off and looks at it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I forgot. Uh, no, yeah, I, 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 mean, I told you because actually, I, the reason probably why I forgot about it is because when we put out our rules, we were talking about wars that technically wasn't a war. So I just, I don't know why my mind just blew past Black Hawk Down. Yeah, I, I tried to be a little more liberal because you know, it was a, it was definitely a conflict. Well, no shit, yeah, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, it was important to me, so. I don't know if you know, too, there's a young Tom Hardy in that movie. Yeah. A very young Tom Hardy. There's a whole bunch of people in that movie. Yeah. Even McGregor. Well, and he was like the, I think we relate to that because he was was the Pogue. Yeah, because he's like, can you type type private? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he's out there making coffee out in the field. Yeah. One rail down. Tom Sizemore before he got fat and uh, obscure. Oh yeah, when he was driving the the Humvees, well, he was always walking out. He reminded me of that one guy of a Kelly's Heroes is just always walking out and fire. Was it Telly Savalas? Yeah, he's just always like, "There's shit going on around." He just walks up. He's like, "You ready to go?" And he's just like looking down at the guys. It's like <laughs> there's shit going on over, and they're just cowering. He's just like, "Get in the Humvee." <laughs> so, yeah, I love Tom Sizemore in that movie. Uh the guy that off of your movie, The Patriot, is in there too as that. Who was it, the colonel for the Rangers? Yeah. When they imitating him, he goes, whoop, you know, and they're they're imitating him. Oh, yeah. Whoop. Up. 
With the eye, yeah. <laughs> Very good impersonation to me, private or whatever he says. And... <laughs> right. <laughs> Give me your number two. Stop rushing me, man. We're only at 39. We got 39 minutes. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so number two. I'm just trying to move us along. You're a long winded SOB. Yeah, but this is for the podcast. I mean, shit. That's true. We're only 20 minutes in, man. Um, so my number two is a tie between first place, whatever, but uh my number we'll just say my number two is uh lone survivor okay that's my number one we actually so, we actually agree on one or we found one we it, agree it's not on. that we don't agree on it because we both agree on black hawk down it's just i forgot about that movie but yeah lone survivor is i that one gets me in the tear jerk that hits me right in the field i, I can't time. watch it I've only I think I've watched it twice and I haven't made it through either time. <clears throat> but depending on what part you get, I, because I after it like where it's due. And like said, spoilers, spoilers if you haven't seen Lone Survivor, but after Axelson dies, there really isn't much that goes on after that. That's fair. Ben when Ben Foster dies. I yes, I know the character, sir. Oh yeah, or, or so when he, after he say. dies, there ain't much that goes on. So yeah, I know. It's and I mean it's. I, I can't. I can't even scenes. get to the. I get, and obviously I've made it through the movie once. Just I had to break it up. I, I can't sit straight through that movie. I get emotional. No, and then hey, I get emotional with it too. Yeah. Say, all my emotions about it lead up until Ben Foster dies. And after that, I'm like, oh, it's just now he's a prisoner of war, and the movie ro- trolls off to the end. You know, they rescue rescue Marcus Luttrell, which for any of you who don't know, that's actually based off of a real event. Marcus Luttrell wrote the book Lone Survivor. He was a Navy SEAL. This was based off of Operation Red Wings, which was over in Afghanistan. But so yeah, but after. Ben Foster, I just, it's Mark Wahlberg just low crawling through the rocks and then he gets captured. I think you were severely underplaying his contribution to that movie. Who, Mark Wahlberg? The last half of that movie holds a lot of weight, man. No, it yeah. does, but like what me and you were talking about, the emotion I felt was the brotherhood and the camaraderie between the teammates. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. That was the emotion yeah. I felt the most of. Once he got captured, I'm not saying Mark Wahlberg didn't do a good job portraying Marcus Luttrell. I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying you're saying he's doing a bad job or did a bad job. But uh, the last half of that movie, man, there, there's some real emotional weight still going on. Oh, yeah, that, there is. To me, that's, that's, the, that's what the book is about. It's not about losing. I mean, it, obviously, it's about losing his friends, but it's about literally living with the fact knowing he's he was the last one he's he is the last one. Oh right no and i get that but like all the characters all the actors and you know you take someone like what's his name again emile hirsch emile hirsch yeah 
he was a spotter. He's great, then. Yeah. Uh, uh, Taylor Kitsch or whatever his name is. Yep. Was great in it. Ben Foster. He's uh, Ben Foster's always great in most everything. Yeah. I'd, yeah. So I mean, it was well casted. Mark Wahlberg obviously did a great job. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Marcus and Trello, they, 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 there you go well. again. They had Eric Bana in there again. <laughs> is it really? Oh, he was the commander, wasn't he? Yeah, he's. This time he's a SEAL. He's not Delta. He's a SEAL. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marcos Luttrell was in the movie too, though. Yeah, he had cameo parts. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Great movie. Know, it's, it's just, yeah, that's well casted. It was well acted. Marcos Luttrell was actually obviously on set and on scene, you know, telling the, these actors and stuff how this stuff went. Director Peter Berg, which Peter Berg is in in the movie also as a character. Yeah. But he, but he does a, that quite a bit though. He did a great he did a great job, I think, on that movie. What's what's your number two? Um so with that being said, I I gave you my number two, didn't I? Block no, you said Lone Survivor was your number one. Mine was it was my two, but you had a different two. Black Hawk Down. No, that was your three. So let's recap. <laughs> Tiger Land was my honorable mention. Yep. Heartbreak Ridge. Yep. Patriot. Patriot. Pearl Harbor. Black Hawk Down. Lone Survivor. Oh, so I still have to say my number one. Yeah, but I, I'm going to say it for you because I think I know what it is. Let me guess. Shh. Oh, go ahead. 13 hours. <laughs> Huh? 13 hours. Yes. <clears throat> that that is my number one. I don't know why I can I can it, it it is painful to watch, but I can rewatch that movie over and over and over again. Yeah. It sucks to watch. Don't get me wrong. It's it it's really heartbreaking. It it pulls at my That's heart one that, all the time. Yeah, I don't I don't I've made it through that movie as well, but I have not tried to rewatch it since I completed it. <clears throat> yeah, maybe it's just not that it's not a good movie. It is one hundred percent a good movie. I, I, I kind of goes back to that thing where I said, "Remember when movies used to make you feel things?" Yeah, it makes me feel so, something. So what's, I, what's I funny to me is neither one of us, and I'm wearing the guy's hat. Right, I'm wearing a Chris Kyle Frogman Foundation hat. Neither one of us said American Sniper. Yeah, which, uh, it's not was, that I don't like the movie. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I, I like the movie, but it was this more of a drama. Yeah, but which is good. I mean, it told the story of Chris Kyle very well. Yeah, I agree. Bradley uh, Cooper did a lot that, and he was actually wasn't he still alive when production started? No, something. Yeah, because Bradley Cooper met Chris Kyle. Did he? <clears throat> fact check me on that. We're going to do some fact checking right here. MJ's going to fact check me. But I thought that's why Bradley Cooper had such a strong connection with his. Because they were starting to write the movie based off the book. Because he'd put the book out, well, obviously before so, he died. 
so Chris, Chris was murdered February 2nd, 2013. Yep. <clears throat> He's fact checking here. We'll, we'll talk a little yeah. bit. Uh, and American Sniper was made December 20th, or at least it came out December 25th, 2014. Yeah. So he was alive. Brad, I mean, you take a look at how long it takes a movie to get made. He died just the year before. You have to look. Just Google. Just Google. Did Bradley Cooper meet Chris Kyle? You know, you have. I a know. Phone I get. Too. I get on this whole. I'm telling you what to do thing. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> See, in the Marine Corps, folks, it was the opposite way around. MJ was my Los corporal. Angeles. Yeah, Andrew Sergeant. Andrew uh, Sergeant. But. From Los Angeles Times, Cooper never met Kyle. End quote. Hmm. <clears throat> so he was killed one day after the screenwriter wrote his first draft of American Sniper. Oh, maybe that's what I'm getting my... Something that so he started never, on he the never, film. He before. never met Cooper. Um, I know Cooper was pretty involved with his wife, not not in a negative oh, way, obviously. Oh. Yeah, no. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, and was also very involved in uh, you know bringing awareness to that whole horrible well, thing. So, yeah, and he 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 committed himself to the role. Yeah, he he did a great job. Like that scene uh, where he's he's uh, in that. What is it? The what do they call that? It's the hex lift or the when he's he's deadlifting all that weight off the ground. That's yeah. literally Brad Bradley Cooper deadlifting that much weight. I believe it. No, I mean it is. It's it's not like I styrofoam can... weights or anything. He actually bulked up and yeah. did all that. But I also love I Sienna it. Sienna Miller. She's kind of an underrated actress. Mm, pass. I feel like you could have put a number of other actresses in that role and done a good job or hell even put his actual wife in that role, which maybe was a little too soon. Yeah, that would have been a little, that might've been a little bit too much. Uh, but I, I've never cared for Sienna Miller personally. I liked her in, uh, GI Joe. <laughs> Look at his face, folks. Look at his face. <laughs> That's a face only a mother can love. That's why I, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, your mother. Kidding. Huh? <laughs> My mother? Huh? Makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and there's there's a ton of other great <clears throat> war right, movies no, that no, I'm no, sure we're forgetting now. about. No, hold on now. I didn't get into why I love... 13 hours. The acting. Uh, tell the us cast, why you love 13 hours. Very, very, con- very convincing. You got uh, <clears throat> James Badgedale. Love James Badgedale. He was in the Pacific. Um, he's a great. 
I don't want to say character actor. He's a he's just a good actor. I just like his. Yeah, he's pretty good. For anybody that doesn't know the name, you know, while he was in the Departed stuff, but he was also at a small part in the Lord of the Flies way back when he was like probably like ten years old, nine, ten years old. You got uh, what's his name from the Office, Krasinski, mm-hmm. as our as the main act character. Uh, Pablo Schreiber, who I thought was amazing as as Tonto. Um, all of them were well casted. Uh, you got that guy that was uh, he's in a lot of movies, but he's not a popular actor, but. Um, he's the one that uh, towards the end he gets his arm blown in half and they, they ended up, he survived and he was they say it through the end credits that he was able to save his arm even though in the movie it's hanging off by like some tendons and skin and Was that, was that uh, David Denman played Boone? Boone, yeah. No, not Boone. Yeah. Oz. Oz. Boone just walked out of there. Boone didn't have any Boone Boone made it out without okay, any. Okay, so that problem. was Max Martini. Boone and Tonto were were fine. Oz got was up closest to Roan when he got mortared, and that's why he ended up getting part of his arm blown off. But he still crawled okay. to Roan to check on him. And there was the other guy, the dark haired guy that that wore glasses. I can't remember what his Tig. Tig. Yeah. And there's Jack and Roan, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a good movie. It oh, was, it was really good movie. Yeah, I for that I give that. It's almost like Michael Bay finally gave up on doing his horse shit and like actually went back to like his rock roots and wrote like a really good military action piece, you know. Not that The Rock doesn't have its flaws, but The Rock was based off fiction where this was based off real life. And you still got your Michael Bay tropes in there where, where hand grenades give up. Sparklers in them? <laughs> I know it's that they right do. away. <laughs> but no, it was a good movie. Again, that was a hard watch. Um, I, I appreciated the uh, basically the middle finger to the Clinton foundation and that whole thing. Oh, yeah. So. Oh yeah. And the DNC basically. So <laughs> yeah, good, good picks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, you went a little dark for me. I will go an honorable mention of, uh, of platoon. <clears throat> I do love the movie platoon. It's just that, it took on more of an abstract take. Yeah, it felt like it was a an operatic view of the war. Right. It was, well, for one, wasn't it? Uh, not really, Scott. Scott. Who's the one that did uh, Oliver Scott? Oliver Stone. <clears throat> well, he's the same one that did JFK, right? Oliver Stone. Stone. Stone, not Scott. Sorry, Oliver Stone, uh, don't come have me assassinated. <clears throat> but he's he's kind of one of those anymore. directors that like doesn't he he was into this like conspiracy stuff, you know. 
Yeah. So you took on like a more of an abstract kind of right or philosoph philosophical sense to you know another one that uh really messed with me and it it never makes like my top lists, but it's one of those movies that has stuck with me my whole life since the first time I watched it was I think it was literally called hold on. Under Siege. <laughs> Yeah. Casualties of War. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, between Cherry, and he's like, Jesus Christ, Cherry, stop bopping around here before you find a landmine. And then literally, like, seconds later, you, you, you know, you come across Cherry's body dead in the landmine ditch. God, that, uh, that movie was that. You talk about hard to watch. Yeah. Sean Penn. <clears throat> Do I look like a fucking VC? Does he look like a fucking got that chaw? Yeah, fucking VC, huh? She looks like a fucking VC. And that scene goes yeah. on forever. Michael J. Fox, pre Parkinson's Michael J. Fox is like. See, why did we have to bring up the Parkinson's? He was he was just good in it. He was oh, great. No, in he that was movie. spectacular. It was a total typecast or against typecast for him because he was usually yeah. like the the pretty boy romantic thing. Like you know, he had like yeah. lover money or you know. Back to the Future, obviously, is the biggest one, but you, Teen Wolf, you know. And, but when that you, movie I mean, literally that movie made me sick to my stomach like, to watch. What, like 93, 94? When was Casualties of War? Um, Casualties of War was. Jesus. Um, 1989. Shit. Four years yeah. after Back to the Future started? Well, he was pretty young. Sean Penn was really young in it, too. Yeah. Huh. It had a $22.5 million budget, and it only made 18.7 in the box office. Huh. In case you were curious. And for uh, Schwabi, it was uh, 113 minutes long. So our podcast about war movies now has to go to 105 minutes. Kiss my ass, Schwabi. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, that was good. That was good throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, one that stuck with me yeah. that was based off of a fictional conflict, but was, but was pretty militarily or, or however you military tactic accurate. <clears throat> ooh, was, ooh, let me guess. Was, what? Tropic Thunder. Huh? Tropic Thunder. That's what you were going to say, right? What? Military accurate, fictional war movie. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. <laughs> no. No, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> Pretty sure your brain was broken right there for a couple minutes. You're like, uh, well, no, because we kept like, talking over each other, so I couldn't hear you when you said something. So I was like, "What'd you say? Oh. What?" <clears throat> <clears throat> no, it was uh, was Tears of the Sun. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Bruce Willis, Cole Hauser, Cole Hauser, Monica Bellucci. Yeah, the love interest. Back when she was a thing. Yeah, like after the Matrix and whatnot. Yeah, I never got that. But you got that other guy that was in like a lot of '90s stuff too. He was in there. You got that one guy that was. Uh, 
he was in like a fourth or fifth Anacondas movie. He's in yeah, movies, but no one knows his name. Like something Ice Messner. Cube? Ice Cube? No, he's the one that had like the Frohawk. So it started here in the middle and it went down. And actually on Call of Duty, the the character of uh, not Soap. His character is based off of like that from Tears of the Sun because he had the same hair design. Oh, that's funny. I, I didn't know it was that movie's directed by Antoine. Was it Fuqua? Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. But uh, who are you talking about? Cole Hauser, Johnny Mesner. Yeah, that guy. He was pretty yeah. good at it too. And they, they went through a bunch of like training all together because it's they're they they're representing a SEAL team trying to get this. Who was it? She was a doctor or nurse trying to get her out of this. Yeah. Area like in like, like Africa somewhere, and rebels are trying the who to or whatever him. World Health Organization, right? But who? Yeah, but who was the other? Who was the other? Uh, There's a couple guys in that that were popular, I thought. Besides Bruce you got, Willis, you got Captain Bill Rhodes with uh, Tom Skerritt. Yeah, Tom Skerritt was the captain of the ship. Bruce Willis, Cole Hauser. Uh, those are the standouts, in my opinion. Uh, the director went on. Wasn't he the one that did the Olympus Has Fallen stuff? I don't know, was he? You're the one looking at your sure. fucking phone. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> this person is usually looked right at me. <laughs> yeah, did uh, Equalizer... Oh, I love the Equalizer. That's not really a Magnificent Seven, Redo, Southpaw. Kurt Sutter had a part on the Southpaw thing. Yeah, Olympus Has Fallen. Okay. And Shooter, which isn't a war movie, but... The series Shooter? The movie Shooter. Oh, okay. And Tears of the Sun and Training Day. Shit. Because he'll wet you. That ain't a bad lineup. No, he's he's a good director. I like a lot of his stuff. So, anyway, I think I think that can wrap up our uh, yeah. Hey, our we're, movie. Uh, that was our that was lineup. our military movie list segment. So, Godwins are a little more uh, hardcore, a little more realistic. Sorry, that's just, I don't know. I went for more of the uh, entertainment value found elsewhere route. But it's not just because of the military, too, because real just uh, Rob is real quick. My wife can rewatch 13 hours a bunch of times, too. And she obviously we she wells up in the throat and like cries every time, but. She just loves that movie too. So we were both a little sadistic. So <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't know. It's a great. I just love it. It's a great movie. But anyway, so that's uh, we're gonna wrap up here. That was uh, Jarhead Basement. <laughs>
<laughs> Goddamn stupid. Yes, it was that. It, that that's the top five uh, war movies from Galloway and Godwin. Yeah, it's two jarheads sitting here talking the about jarhead basement. True. Uh, next list one we're gonna do is west westerns, right? I'm good with that. Let's do westerns next for for a list type, like they like five top five type of things. Yeah, lets you guys kind of know what our kind of tastes are and where we kind of go come from with this shit because. And, you know. and then you guys can tear us down in the comments and tell us how wrong we are. <laughs> I'm fine with that too. Yeah, we're fine with that too. And it, hey, if if we left a, a good one off, give us some recommendations. I, you know, I'm gonna go watch. What was the one I hadn't watched? And Your I'll probably, honorable mention. Oh, the uh, the last full measure. Last full measure. And like obviously we're leaving out a couple, you know, like there's ones that are really cinematic experiences. And oh yeah, you got I'll like list, Midway I'll, maybe Dunkirk. I'll list them right here because there's like the thin red line. There's you know there's a bunch of them. Yeah. You know, and some of them are well even are, in the last you know, couple of years. You know, you had a was a Hacksaw Ridge, Hacksaw Ridge, Dunkirk, uh, Midway. Dunkirk. What was that one? Stronger? <clears throat> what was that one about the prisoner of war guy? I don't know. He, he had 12 he... strong. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck uh, that what movie. About, uh, <laughs> what about the wall? That was so fucking <laughs> campy, dude. That was I'm like, who yeah. wrote this fucking thing? Did you not console with anybody military? No one talks to each other like this. And I usually like Chris Hemsworth and Michael Payne. Yeah, the wall. <clears throat> um, with, yeah. With Aaron Taylor Johnson and John Cena. Yeah, I remember that one. I haven't watched it, but what I was I, the I, Army I Hammer one, too. No, this one's like they were prisoner of war, and the guy got he had to hold this thing over his head. It was like a like a post or a log. It's like stronger. He ended up being a POW. I don't know that one. Uh, Mine is the one I was thinking of with Army Hammer, where he literally steps on a landmine in the desert. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know that one too. I haven't watched that one yet, but oh, and you got ones that came out a while ago, like Hurt Locker. Oof. Jeremy Renner. That was a good one. Was a good one. I'm a fan of Generation Kill. I know you're not, but I like Generation Kill. I thought that was like Well, you're a degenerate. <laughs> no, I just <laughs> just the banter between the Marines <laughs> I thought was more authentic than anything I'd ever seen on on film before. I I can agree with that. I mean, they talk to each other about had like, seen that and heard us talk shit. together. You know, and shit like that, like, that was, like, totally how, behind closed doors without the media present was how we talked to each other, you know? Yeah, I would argue, even if the media was president, president, we would still talk to each other that way as long as we thought we could get away with it. Oh, yeah. They play that kind of a little bit in Jarhead, remember? Yeah. It's like, okay, just don't talk about this to this reporter, remember? And he's like, 
He's like, I've jerked off like three times a day or something. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. You got to get those those numbers up. <laughs> all right. We all have fun. He's going to go do something, whatever he's doing, and, and I'm going to go do whatever I'm doing. So till next time. We'll get those. Uh, I'm going to go get those numbers up. <laughs> Later. <laughs> this is Jared Basement. <laughs>